0: Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake, and thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. Um, on the podcast um, today, uh, the NBA season is over, and so it is playoff time. And so, uh, we're going to look back on the NBA season in this podcast by dishing out my NBA grades for the uh, 2018 2019 NBA season. Going to start off with the Eastern Conference making our way. And then going through the Western Conference after that. And then we are going to give out um, my grades uh, and what I believe is my reasons behind each grade for each team. So I guess we can just start it off with the best record in basketball. Eastern Conference, Western Conference, all of basketball. Milwaukee Bucks. 60-22. That's their record. And they are getting an A+. Now, last season, we were looking at the playoffs and Milwaukee was a 7th seed who was very shaky, playing a number two seed Boston Celtics. They ended up losing in that one, but uh, we're not talking about last season. We're talking about this season, and they significantly improved with um, another year of Eric Bledsoe under their belt. Um, Giannis is playing at an MVP uh, level, and then you have Chris Middleton, who is playing at an all-star caliber level as well. Um, And you look at uh, their roster from top to bottom, adding Brooke Lopez, adding Miritich, Their season has gone from 0 to 100 really quick. Uh, Their coach, Mike Budenholzer, is most likely going to be coach of the year, or at least deserving of that. He is a hell of a coach and has taken Milwaukee places that no one would have expected last year, Um, and now they are a likely favorite out of the Eastern Conference, and so um, they are um, getting an A-plus for that. Moving on to the Toronto Raptors, who are getting an A- minus for this season. Now, last season, Toronto was kind of in that same rut. They were in the Jonas Valanciunas, um, DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, Sergi Baca rut, um, where they basically had the same sort of roster and were kind of kicking the tires on that and trying to you know, make it through the playoffs with that roster. This season, they shook it up. They added the likes of Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs, and they added uh, Marcus Soule from the Grizzlies, which gave them new life and changed up their roster, changed up their team chemistry. They got a new head coach in Nick Nurse, which all culminates to a two-seed in the playoffs, and they ended up getting an A-minus in my book because of all of the success they've had this year, all of the moves they've made, and... Um, Yes, they are well-deserving of that grade. Moving on to number three, which is the Philadelphia 76ers, who are going to get a B B+. Um, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers have had an up-and-down season. They were at one point a 5-seed, 6-seed, going all the way up to the 3-seed, which they are now um, in the playoffs. And they are um, expected to um, beat um, their matchup against Brooklyn. Um, they do have some injury issues, uh, but they did add, um, Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris, which are, um, both free agents next year, but big time acquisitions for them, which is going to help them along in the playoffs compared to last year. I think they have more, um, depth in their roster, but I can't give them any higher than a B plus because they don't have great shooting. This season, and there were a lot of uh, different issues in their organization. Jimmy Butler was not the greatest fit, even though um, they traded for him. Uh, Getting rid of uh, Saric and Covington gets rid of some of your shooting that they don't have. But they had a great season. Number three seed, can't complain. You know, looking good going into the playoffs, so B-plus, Philadelphia. Number four, Boston Celtics. Um, Boston Celtics are getting a C-minus. Now, their grade could have gone a lot worse, but because they're a four seed um, they are getting a c minus um, They were expected to be the top seed in the eastern Conference and if you go back to the end of the playoffs last year, most of the analysts out there were going to say that Boston was going to be the front runner, especially because Kyrie Irving was coming back from injury, Gordon Hayward was coming back from injury and um Everyone expected Tatum to have his breakout year still, uh, Jalen Brown to be good, etc. Well, Jalen Brown and Tatum kind of dropped a little bit in their numbers. Granted, that's because there's more players trying to vie for the ball and get more minutes. Uh, Marcus Morris proved himself a lot more last year. But again, when you add in Hayward and Irving, that kind of drops his numbers a little bit. Um, Hayward didn't end up coming back as strong as everyone hoped and um, is going down a path that is leading um, the Celtics to maybe regret signing him in the first place. But um, going from the top favorite to the fourth seed and struggling at times, you know, it was a dog fight to get the fourth seed with Indiana, um, they're getting a C minus because in my opinion, they didn't do as well as they should have. Now, um, they still made the playoffs. They're still a four seed, and so um, I can't give them any lower than a C minus. But I can't justifiably give them anything higher. So C minus for Boston. Then we have Indiana, who um, I'm gonna give them a C. Now uh, I think if Oladipo was still healthy, that might have given them a better grade because they probably would have held on to that four seed. But um, Indiana has had their injury issues. I mean, Sabonis has come back to be a great, you know, fit and is a good guy. Miles Turner is doing his thing, but they don't have a good point guard. Um they have a lot of uh, issues on their roster. Um and um I don't really think they're going to win a playoff series against Boston. Um and I think um yeah, injury and a lot of different issues for their organization gives them a C in my book. They got a lot of guys on free agency next year, Darren Collison, um, Tyreek Evans, uh, Thaddeus Young, so they're going to have a lot of questions and a lot of answers that are going to have to come up. But overall, I give them a C because of uh, where they are right now. And um, so that's Indiana. Moving on to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Brooklyn, in my book, is going to get a B plus. Now, Brooklyn Nets are the sixth seed, and last year Brooklyn didn't even make the playoffs, um, they're actually, uh, were the eighth pick in the draft, which it went to Cleveland, but they were the eighth pick, so the eighth worst team roughly in basketball last year, and so coming back, making the playoffs, coming in strong, D'Angelo Russell, uh, was a great acquisition for them from the Lakers, uh, Spencer Dilwitty, uh, Jared Allen was a good draft choice, um, and they've been proving themselves to be a very, very formidable NBA basketball team with the talent to make it um, in this league. And so I have to give them a B plus because they definitely had a good season, definitely in, increased from uh, the previous season, and definitely um, are deserving of where they stand. Then we have the Orlando Magic, who... Um, Last year had the sixth pick in the draft. They got Mo Bamba. And uh, this year they exploded with Vucevic being an all-star and Aaron Gordon having a good year. Um, They don't really have a good point guard. Um, They did get Markel Fultz hoping that they can take a flyer on the former number one overall pick. Um, I got to give them a B because they did have a solid season. Um, They haven't really had playoff success since Dwight Howard and Jameer Nelson in 2009-2010 era. Uh, Once Dwight Howard left for um, the Lakers, it was um, over for the Magic. And now they're back in the playoffs as a seven seed. And, you know, it's looking good for um, Orlando. And they had a good season, so I have to give them uh, a B for that. Uh, But they do have their issues, so... I can't really go any farther. As I said, point guard. They don't have great shooting, and so I think uh, you know they should have traded Terrence Ross when they had the chance. But overall, solid um, season. Then we have the eight seed Detroit Pistons, and I gotta give uh, the Detroit Pistons a B minus. You know they made the playoffs. They were fighting for that last seed. Um, they had a 41 and 41 record. 500.500. .500 percentage uh winning percentage there and um you know I got to give them a good grade give them that grade because you know Blake Griffin was an all-star he showed up this year um Andre Drummond's a solid option down low but they don't have a great point guard they don't have great shooting Stanley Johnson turned out to be not the prospect they were hoping for so they got rid of him um Reggie Jackson and Ish Smith are not great point guards um and Detroit has a lot of their issues um and so that's why I gave them uh the grade uh that I did cuz there's a lot of questions but they did have a decent season and so um I got to give them that Moving on to the Charlotte Hornets Charlotte Hornets um are getting a C in my book and the only reason I'm giving them a C is cuz Kemba Walker was an all-star a starter in the all-star game and most likely um one of the best point guards in the NBA and has proven himself to be one of the best point guards in the NBA. And so, um, gotta give them a C for that. They didn't have a great season. They were just shy of making, uh, the playoffs, uh, and they have a lot of issues. They tried to get Marcus Gasol, but they couldn't. They, you know, Malik Monk hasn't really been proven himself as the greatest prospect. Um, Miles Bridges was an okay rookie, not great they don't have a lot of great players down low and they have a lot of very bad contracts on their roster. And so while uh, Michael Jordan is trying his best, they're not doing so hot. And so I got to give them a C. Then we have Miami. Um, Miami is going to get a C as well. They didn't have the greatest season, but it is um, Dwayne Wade's final season wearing um, a Miami Heat jersey. He's going to retire and um, there was a lot of love around the league for him, Uh, but their season wasn't great, they didn't make the playoffs, Hassan Whiteside is turning out to be a bad contract, you know, they did get rid of Tyler Johnson, which gets rid of some cap space next year, but um, overall, they just haven't been playing their greatest basketball, um, and they didn't make the playoffs, and They're kind of teetering, and for the last few years, they've been teetering around that 8-seed, 9-seed, 10-seed area where you don't get a top draft choice, but you don't make the playoffs, and so Miami is stuck in that rut, and if they keep the roster that they're sticking with, it might not change, so that's why I gave them a C. Then we have the Washington Wizards who get a straight-up F. Last year, uh, Washington was an 8-seed. They were in the playoffs. they had a healthy Bradley Beal and a healthy John Wall and Otto Porter looked like a solid uh, guy, um, but uh, they overpaid for him, so they had to trade him. And then you have um, John Wall who has his injury history. Bradley Beal's getting upset because um, you know he's playing on a team that's not that good. Washington is uh, slipping and was slipping in the standings and. You know, they just weren't playing their greatest basketball. And so um, everyone expected Washington to be a good team because of the backcourt that they had. But it just didn't work out that way. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, the grade that I'm giving them. Moving on to the Atlanta Hawks. So the Atlanta Hawks are going to get a D-plus in my book. And they didn't have the greatest season. And the only reason they're getting a D-plus and they're not getting an F... Or anything lower than a D plus is because of Trey Young. I think Trey Young is going to be one of those uh, premier point guards in the future. He has proven himself as one of the great young rookie point guards um, this season, and um, has proven himself to be a very good prospect. And in that trade, Atlanta got a draft pick from a Dallas Mavericks team, and it could be um, top ten this year most likely it will be so you know atlanta despite not having the greatest team they did um get trey young um in the draft which helped and they are setting themselves up for the future they have a lot of cap space you know um and if they're smart they'll keep that cap space open try to get a few more young players to go alongside trey young and john collins and um you know, help them for the future, so D plus right there, could be better, could be a lot worse. Moving on to the Chicago Bulls, Um, Chicago Bulls are getting an F in my book, Um, Wendell Carter wasn't the greatest prospect this year, he still got time to improve, but overall wasn't the greatest, Um, you know, Laurie Marketing's a great, great fit for them, but, um, and Zach Levine kind of Elevated himself a little bit, but they don't have a great point guard. Chris Dunn's okay, not great. Um, They did trade for Otto Porter Jr., but that did tie them down cap space-wise. I think they're a few pieces away from being a good team, but they didn't have a great season. And they're probably going to get a top five uh, pick because of it. So Chicago gets uh, that great. Then we have the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, who are going to get a C-minus. I mean, Colin Sexton was um, a solid point guard this year um, as a rookie, um, and uh, you know it was tough going from the finals with LeBron to a team that's got the second worst record in the Eastern Conference. Most likely, they're going to get a um, top pick this year, and whether that's Zion or um, you know one of the other guys Cam Reddish or R.J. Barrett or, um, J.A. Morant, whoever that is, um, I think that'll work for them, but they didn't have the greatest season, um, and, um, you know, Kevin Love was hurt, and, uh, Kyle Korver got traded, and, you know, their roster is filled with bad prospects and, you know, not so great players. They did trade, um, a couple of guys around the deadline and before that and got some assets back, a future first-round pick, some second-rounders. So I gave them a C- minus because they did make some smart moves in that sense. Yes, they did give up the cap space flexibility that they were um, hoping for, but um, if you can get some young assets tra- uh, draft picks for the future, can't complain because it doesn't look like Cleveland's contending for a championship. Anytime soon. I did wish that they did. I wished that they traded Kevin Love, but um, it didn't work out as uh, as I hoped. In that sense, uh, I think he could have helped out a playoff team, but you know, it is what it is. So C minus, Cleveland Cavaliers. Then we have the New York Knicks. Now um, this was tough to grade because you want to give them a bad grade because they were the worst team in basketball, but they set themselves up for the future. So I'm going to give them a C- minus because um, they had the worst record. So I can't give them anything higher than that. But they set themselves up with their trades um, with Kristaps Porzingis, set themselves up to get Zion Williamson, set themselves up for free agency to get Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Uh, so I got to give them that grade because, you know, despite having one of the worst records and being another disappointing New York Knicks team, Chris Stapp's Porzingis is an injury problem, and he's had his uh, legal problems as of recently um, with different allegations coming out, and um, I'm sure the NBA is going to look at that further when the season ends. But you're looking at a team that had Tim Hardaway Jr. on a $19 million contract, Courtney Lee on an $11 million contract, and now you're getting rid of both of those for DeAndre Jordan, who's a free agent, and Wesley Matthews, who's ended up uh, reaching a buyout and signing um, elsewhere. So New York C- set themselves up for the future. Um, Not a great season. So that's New York. Um, Moving on now to the Western Conference. Um, Golden State, number one seed. And Golden State is actually not the number one record, top record in all of basketball. So I'm giving them an A- and they had a great season. And, They have, obviously, five uh, All-Stars in their lineup. DeMarcus Cousins was an All-Star. Draymond Green's been an All-Star. And then, obviously, Durant and Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. And so, um, I can't really give them higher than A-minus because, again, they're not the number one seed overall in all of basketball. And also, they didn't really break any records in terms of, um, you know, record most wins in a season. Best winning percentage in the season, etc., etc. So an A- is still a great grade, and I think they're gonna win a championship again this year. But this is probably the last year of Kevin Durant, and so A-that's what I'm giving them. It's a good grade, and they deserve it. Next up is the only uh A plus I'm gonna give out Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets didn't even make the playoffs last year. They were the ninth seed, I believe. And um, everyone was saying, you know. How are they going to come back? Well, they did. They're the number two seed in the Western Conference. Mike Malone is put himself in the race for Coach of the Year. They have um, a lot of great players on their roster. And so I'm giving them an A-plus because of their successful season. You know, Isaiah Thomas was great off the bench. Um, yes, Michael Porter Jr. didn't play. Um, but their roster is... Very well rounded overall. And they have a lot of great pieces. um, A lot of young pieces. Gary Harris, um, Trey Lyles, uh, Jamal Murray. Which is going to make them a force in the NBA. If those guys keep trending upwards. So I got to give Denver an A+. Because they deserve it. Moving on to the Portland Trailblazers. And I got to give them a solid B+. Uh, They've had a great season. They had a good team around them, but they've had their injury history. CJ McCollum has been injured. They got Nurkic, who's a little injured. Um, And so, uh, you know, they don't have a great small forward. Jake Lehman's okay. Um, You know, Zach Collins hasn't really been the best prospect. And, you know, Simmons wasn't the best prospect either. But um, I think they get a B because they are the three seed. And they've had um, the most uh, success this year. And compared to uh, last year, they stayed the same. They were a three seed last year. so um, yeah, they get a B. Uh, moving on to the Houston Rockets um, and the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets are going to get a B+. They had a good season. You know, James Harden has put himself in the race for MVP. Um, Chris Paul is a great point guard. Clint Capella has proven himself to be a good man down low. Adding um, Kenneth Fareed um, from the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Signing him was a big addition because he has played some of his best basketball with Houston. And gives them a great power forward presence in the starting lineup. But they were a number one seed last year, and uh, they lost um, Trevor Ariza, who was a big guy for them, and Luke Amute, who was good on defense. Those guys were two, you know, stretch wings that helped them a lot. And um, they did have a good season, and so that's why I'm giving them that grade, but it wasn't as good as last season, and I think I can't really give them anything higher because they're not, you know, a better team in the standings. So that's uh, my grade there. Then we have the Utah Jazz, who are the fifth seed in the playoffs. Um, Last year, they were also a five seed in the playoffs. Utah Jazz had a good season. Um, I got to give them a B. Um, Donovan Mitchell kind of underperformed compared to last year. He was a very good uh, rookie season. Uh, Rudy Gobert is still Rudy Gobert, um, a defensive presence and someone who deserves um, the spot of um, being one of the best centers in basketball, but they don't have a good point guard. Uh, they lack a lot of shooting. Uh, Ricky Rubio is not the greatest. Dante Axum is not the greatest, um, and I think they have a lot of um, issues going forward. But their team's solid, and you know they're good enough um, playoff team. So B is the grade I am giving them. Then we move on to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Oklahoma City is getting a C C+. They're a six seed, which is not bad, but overall haven't had haven't had the best season comparatively. Um, when you look at where they were last year, um, they were a four seed, um, and um, everyone expected them to be a lot better because they had Paul George coming back with Russell Westbrook. And don't get me wrong, Russell Russell Westbrook is one of the best players in basketball. Averaging a triple double is not easy, and he's done it. So good for you on that. But their season is has been up and down. Uh, they've been as high as three. They've been all the way down um, lower seven or eight seed. And now they're sitting at six. And um, I got to give them a C plus because not the greatest season, not the worst season. They're still in the playoffs. And so um, not as good as we had hoped. Then we have San Antonio Spurs. They are a uh, seven seed this year, seven seed last year. Um, They did get rid of Kawhi Leonard, and so I have to give them um, a C-plus as well. I don't think they really moved up or down. Uh, A lot of people assumed getting rid of Kawhi Leonard would take them out of the playoff race, but DeMar DeRozan is an all-star shooting guard last year. uh, This year, um, he had a good season uh, for them, and Greg Popovich is a great coach, and you know, they have a great organization uh, surrounding the team. And so, um LaMarcus Aldridge is still their leader and still a good player. And they have a lot of good pieces. And when they lost DeJounte Murray at the beginning of the season, that really hurt them. Because they didn't have a great point guard presence. And I still don't think they do. But, um, you know, there's free agency and there's other ways to fix that. So, that's the grade I'm going to give them. C+. Then we have the Los Angeles Clippers. Who... um are going to get an A in my book. They had a great season. Um, Last year, they didn't make the playoffs. um, And this year, they're the 8th seed. Um, A lot of people expected them at the trade deadline when they got rid of Tobias Harris to drop a little bit. They they were teetering around the 8, 9, 10 range. Uh, The Celtics were uh, expected to get that draft pick if they made the playoffs, which they're going to get that. Uh, but they outproved everyone. You know, getting rid of Tobias Harris didn't stop them from being a great team. They proved that they were um, a, a very good team, and they were significantly better than Sacramento, who was the nine seed, and the Lakers, who were the ten seed. And if they had gotten an extra win in the season, they would have been a seven seed. They tied records with San Antonio, and San Antonio had the edge, so they were the seven seed. Clippers did great. Landry Shamet has, you know, opened himself up, now getting a bigger role. Montrez Harrell is a great, you know, big man off the in the starting lineup or off the bench. Um, he's good, and, you know, they have a lot of their young guys. Julius Alexander and Jerome Robinson didn't have the greatest of seasons, but Golinari's good, and um, the rest of their team is playing great, so they get an A. So, good grade for the Clippers. Moving on to Sacramento. Sacramento is actually going to get a good grade, despite not making the playoffs. They're going to get a B-. And actually, a lot of people assumed Sacramento was going to be near the bottom. And when the Celtics got Tatum, and they got the Sacramento pick that came along with it, everybody assumed that the Celtics were going to have a top draft pick in the 2019 draft. But what we ended up seeing was Sacramento did a lot better than expected you know, for years Sacramento has been a bottom of the barrel organization, but De'Aaron Fox was good. Marvin Bagley was okay. Not, not the greatest, but you know, their roster itself worked getting Harrison Barnes helped. Um, And so I got to give them a B minus. I can't give them a higher grade because they didn't make the playoffs, but you know, they outproved what everyone was expecting. And so I know Celtics fans, myself included, expected them to, you know, get a top five pick this year, but it's going to most likely be somewhere in the 12 to 13 range. So they outperformed what the expectations were. So that's the grade I'm giving them, a B-. Los Angeles Lakers, they get a big fat F. This was just a wasted season for LeBron, a wasted season for the Lakers. They had so many issues. They were up and down, just terrible. Magic, Magic Johnson just left the team. Um... There was friction between Luke Walton, between Jeannie Buss, between Palenka, Magic, LeBron. It was a totally different situation. You know, a year ago, LeBron was riding high, making it to the finals, but the Lakers just aren't as good. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers last year were a LeBron James suited organization, and the Los Angeles Lakers aren't. And I think one of the problems with Los Angeles is I don't think they're going to conform like Cleveland did. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, when LeBron James came back, said, this is your team. If you want these players, this is what we're going to do. You are the star. We're going to get a team around you that can help, you know. And the Cavaliers last year were basically, I guess, besides Tristan Thompson, a shooting team. And LeBron James works with shooting team, you know. Kyrie's a great shooter. George Hill and Jordan Clarkson are decent shooters. LeBron James doesn't work with the Lonzo Balls and the Rondos because they're not shooters. They're guys who need the ball in their hands, and so that doesn't work for LeBron, and so their season was a total mess. They whiffed at Anthony Davis. Lonzo got hurt. Brandon Ingram's hurt. Kuzma is the only bright spot. They don't have the assets to trade for Anthony Davis, despite what many people are saying. They're not good, and so honestly, I have to give them an F. They were probably the worst um, team, in my opinion, in terms of the grade. So yeah. That's where we are. Uh, moving on to Minnesota. Minnesota is getting a D+. Plus, and the only reason I'm giving them a D+. Plus is because they got rid of Jimmy Butler. And that head case. And added Sarich and Covington. Who are solid all around prospects. And young players. Who can help their organization for the future. Andrew Wiggins is an overpaid. Former number one overall pick. Who just didn't work out. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is a very, very good big man. But besides that, Jeff Teague's overpaid. Um, you know, they don't have a great roster um around Carl Anthony Towns besides Sarich and Covington. Um and so I gotta give them that grade because um of uh getting rid of Jimmy Butler and adding Sarch and Covington. But their record it wasn't that good and I think it's um you know it's going to affect them. So, yeah, that's where we're putting Minnesota. Moving on to the Memphis Grizzlies. So, the Memphis Grizzlies are teet- teetering around the playoffs at one point. They were actually the eighth seed at one point, but then they dropped. They got rid of Marcus um, and uh, added some second round draft picks. Um, they're hovering around the 7 8 seed. So, in terms of uh, the playoffs, you know, there's a good chance Boston could get that pick. There's a good chance that it gets conveyed by Memphis this year. But I got to give them a D minus. Uh, they didn't have a great season. They didn't have um, a lot going for them. Um, they tried, but just couldn't get to the playoffs. And they're just not that good. So, yeah, they are getting that great. Then moving on to another F, which is the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans are a straight-up F because they messed this season up big time. Their best player and one of the best players in basketball openly said he wants to leave and openly said he's leaving in free agency and he wants you to trade him. You know, their organization top to bottom was shaky. Dell Demps got fired. Alvin Gentry doesn't know what the hell's going on. They're just a terrible organization, terribly run, and their best player is going to leave. And so... Next season, they're going to have a lot of things they're going to have to do. Most importantly, get the most assets they can from an organization that is willing to give them up for Anthony Davis. But, you know, I feel like what they're going to be asking for is very, very high. And, you know, the Lakers' assets this season, by the end of it, have proven they're not worth anything. Celtics, you know, Tatum dropped back a little bit, and so did Jalen Brown. And the Celtics have a lot of draft picks, and so who knows if Boston's going to want to you know, give up that much. I don't think New York, if they get the first pick, is going to want to give that up for uh, Anthony Davis, who could leave in a year. And so, uh, you know, uh, an F for New Orleans makes sense because they just had a terrible season. And, um, yeah, they're not looking so hot. They don't have a great point guard. Drew Holiday has been playing more shooting guard for them, so they don't have the point guard they're looking for. And so, yeah, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to say. So, um, that's the grade I got to give them. Like that. Then we have Dallas. Now, Dallas is getting um, a C+. Now, um, they've had a rocky season, um, but they set themselves up for the future with Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. When healthy, Kristaps Porzingis can be the best power forward in basketball. He's a stretch big who can shoot the ball he fits well in Mark Cuban and Rick Carlisle's system yes they gave up a lot of draft picks this year they gave up three first rounders one to Atlanta two to the Knicks but I guess if you're planning on making the playoffs in the future those draft picks are going to be low ones anyway, so it's not going to matter to you but for this year you're going to most likely lose your your number one overall number one pick unless it's number one overall or number two overall so uh dallas is losing the draft pick there but Tim hardaway jr is a bad contract but he's a good player he averaged like 18 17 points this year something like that so he's not bad and then uh you know all the other pieces around them um have the potential to be solid there yeah, uh they got rid of dennis smith jr but I think again, Luka Doncic is a solid option, and so I got to give them a C plus. And then we have the Phoenix Suns. Um, Phoenix Suns have the worst record in the Western Conference, and they are tied with Cleveland for the second worst record in all of basketball. And so I believe, um, you know, they have a pretty good chance at getting the number one overall pick. Um, Ja Morant is, it looks like the guy they're going to draft because they need a point guard. I got to give them a D for this season. I mean, it wasn't a great season. Um, They have a lot of good pieces. Um, There was some Devin Booker injury. Uh, Dragon Bender didn't play to the best of his ability. Um, uh, DeAndre Ayton's a good power forward center piece for your team. Um, You know... They still have their issues with point guard. Uh, They need a point guard in this season. They didn't really address that. Um, uh, Melton's not that good. Kobo is not that good. Tyler Johnson, who they got from Miami, is filling in for them at point guard, but was not that good. So I have to give them a D because, honestly, they didn't have a great season and, you know, not that good. But if they get Ja Morant or Zion Williamson or some top draft pick, And he turns out to be the next greatest thing. And having Devin Booker, having DeAndre Ayton, having TJ Warren, and then whoever they draft, that's a good team. So, um, yeah, that's uh, the grade I'm giving them. And, yeah. So that's going to do it for um, this week's episode. Um, Thank you for listening and um, tune in for next week's episode uh, of the podcast.